Hello and welcome back to Coco Sleep, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. I really hope you don't hear my tummy rumble during this story. All the descriptions of the delicious food loved by various animals are very tantalising and extremely tempting. Tonight, we travel back to a faraway land and meet Littlefoot and Snowbell again. In this story, we'll hear how Snowbell makes a delicious plate of scrumptious spaghetti for her friend. Littlefoot has never eaten spaghetti before and thinks it's the tastiest food ever. He decides everyone should know how wonderful spaghetti is, and with a container full of the yummy pasta, he sets off on an adventure. An adventure that ends in the most delightful of ways. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. So, lie back in your bed and give your fingers and toes a little wiggle until they want to settle. Close your eyes and relax your face, gently closing your mouth and letting your tongue relax down behind your teeth. Take a deep breath in and then let it out as you relax further down into your bed. This is The Yeti Who Loved Spaghetti by Gillian Rogerson. Snowflakes fell softly on a young yeti as he walked through a snow-covered forest. The Yeti was called Littlefoot, and he was on his way to meet his best friend Snowbell. She was a kind-hearted snow bear, and they'd met a few weeks ago and had become the very best of friends. Snowbell had invited Littlefoot to a market that was being held near her village. Littlefoot lived in the caves high up in the mountains with his family, and had never been to a market before. He didn't even know what a market was, but being a curious yeti, he had said yes straight away to Snowbell's invitation. She had given him directions to the market and said she'd meet him outside the candy floss stall there. Littlefoot did know what candy floss was, because Snowbell had brought some with her when she'd visited Littlefoot's home. He had loved how the pink, sticky floss had melted in his mouth like magic. Yum! Littlefoot had brought some pocket money with him to buy some treats for his family. He knew candy floss would be one of those treats. The young yeti continued walking towards the market. He went through a snowy glade and headed left when he heard the sound of a babbling river. He carried on until he came to a wooden bridge that Snowbell had told him about. He crossed over it and carried on walking. Soon, he heard the happy sound of chatter drifting towards him on a cool breeze. He got a whiff of something delicious too. He thought he must be getting closer to the market 
because if there was candy floss for sale, perhaps there was other food too. A few minutes later, Littlefoot arrived at the market and was amazed to see lots of tables lined up opposite each other. Each table was overflowing with items for sale. Animals of the forest wandered amongst the stalls looking for things to buy. Littlefoot noticed a line of food stalls further along. A little white snow bear was jumping up and down and waving at him. It was Snowbell. Littlefoot ran over to her. They grinned at each other and said hello. Without wasting any time, Snowbell took Littlefoot's hand in hers and led him through the market. She told him about the items on the tables and asked if he wanted to buy anything. There was so much choice that Littlefoot felt somewhat bewildered by it all. Seeing his confused expression, Snowbell said, Why don't we have some candy floss first and sit down for a while? That sounded like an excellent plan to Littlefoot. He said he would pay for the candy floss. He'd already spotted the stall where the deliciously sticky treat was being sold and he raced over to it. He bought two portions and then ran back to Snowbell who was sitting on a bench near a toy stall. The two friends tucked into the candy floss and enjoyed it very much. The best part was when they got to lick the sticky bits off their paws. Snowbell made sure her paws were clean before reaching into her bag and pulling out a small wooden circle for Littlefoot. She gave it to him and said, I've bought this for you. It's a yo-yo. I've got one just like it at home. Littlefoot had never seen a yo-yo before and asked his friend what he should do with it. Snowbell showed him and he soon got the hang of it. He had lots of fun making the little wheel go up and down the string. He thanked Snowbell. She was such a kind friend. Snowbell asked if he was ready to look at the rest of the market stores. Littlefoot said he was, and asked where they should start. Snowbell pulled a piece of paper from her bag and explained it was a shopping list from her mum and there were a few items she needed to buy. And if Littlefoot didn't mind, could they get those first? The little yeti didn't mind at all and walked with Snowbell over to a stall that sold something called pasta. Snowbell asked the penguin behind the table for a large packet of spaghetti. She looked at Littlefoot, smiled, and then asked the penguin for two packets. The penguin took two packets from the front of his table and handed them to the little snow bear. Snowbell paid and handed one of the packets to her yeti friend. Before Littlefoot could ask what spaghetti was, Snowbell moved on to the next stall to buy something else from her shopping list. 
Littlefoot tried to remember to ask what the spaghetti was, but he was having so much fun with his friend that he totally forgot. It was only when he got home later and put the strange item on the kitchen table that he realised he'd forgotten to ask Snowbell what spaghetti was and what he was supposed to do with it. He asked his family to help, but they had no idea either, because they'd never seen spaghetti before. He opened the packet and took some of the long, thin sticks out. Everyone looked closer at them. His grandfather thought it might be a plant, and perhaps they should put it in the soil and see if it grew into a spaghetti tree. His mother thought it could be food, so they all took a piece of spaghetti and nibbled on the end of the peculiar thin sticks. Littlefoot pulled a face. So did everyone else. It was very dry and far too crunchy. It most definitely wasn't food. Littlefoot said, Perhaps it's a toy? He tipped some of the sticks onto the table and rolled them back and forth with his paw. If it was a toy, it wasn't a very fun one. The little yeti was curious about the strange-sounding spaghetti and just had to know what it was. The best way to find out was to ask Snowbell. He put the packet of spaghetti in his backpack dashed out of the door and ran over to Snowbell's house. When she opened the door to him, Snowbell was delighted to see Littlefoot again so soon and gave him a big smile. When he explained why he was there, Snowbell put her paws over her mouth in surprise. She lowered her paws and said, Oh, Littlefoot, I'm so very sorry. I keep forgetting we live in such different places. I should have told you what spaghetti is. It's food, and it's very delicious. Littlefoot shook his head and said it couldn't be food, because when he'd tried it, it wasn't delicious. He pulled the packet from his backpack and gave it back to her. Snowbar said, how did you cook it? Littlefoot frowned. Cook it? We didn't cook it at all. Is that what you're supposed to do? Snowbell smiled at her friend and invited him into the house. She told him he was in for an amazing treat. Littlefoot sat at the kitchen table and watched closely as his friend boiled a portion of spaghetti in a big pan of water. Whilst it was cooking, she whipped up a tomato sauce. The meal was soon ready. Snowbell placed a steaming plate of cooked spaghetti in front of Littlefoot and topped it with a tangy tomato sauce. She told him to tuck in. Littlefoot put a small amount of spaghetti in his mouth. Time slowed down, 
as the scrumptious taste of the spaghetti danced across the Yeti's tongue. He never tasted anything so utterly, utterly yummy in all his life. Without saying a word, and without taking his attention off his plate, Littlefoot devoured the rest of the meal. And when he'd finished, he picked the plate up and licked it clean. He put the plate down and rested his paws on his full tummy and sighed happily. The little yeti loved spaghetti. He was sure his family would love it too, so he asked Snowbell to show him how to cook it. She made an extra large portion, and when it was ready, she put the hot food in a special container so it would stay warm all the way back to Littlefoot's house. Littlefoot thanked Snowbell and said he was so happy to have her as a friend. Snowbell said she was happy to have him as a friend too. They said goodbye, and Littlefoot ran through the snow as fast as he could back to his cave in the mountains. As soon as he got home, he called out to his family and told them to come into the kitchen. He spooned some of the warm spaghetti into bowls and put the bowls on the table. It smelled so lovely that he put some more in a bowl for himself too. The Yeti family fell silent as they ate the tasty meal. Everyone loved the spaghetti and said they would have it over and over again. Littlefoot looked at his empty bowl and frowned. His grandfather knew that expression well and asked if something was wrong. The little Yeti said, We didn't know about spaghetti until today. And what if other animals don't know about it either? I want everyone to know how delicious it is. Would it be okay if I took some outside so I can give it to the animals who haven't tasted it yet? I don't want anyone to miss out on such lovely food. His family smiled at the kind yeti and said that was a wonderful idea. Littlefoot had plenty of spaghetti left in the container Snowbell had given him so he left the family cave and set off in the direction of his neighbours' homes. He walked through the snow and came to a cosy cave where a grizzly bear called Gerald lived. Gerald was sitting at a table outside his cave and eating something from a plate. Littlefoot said hello and asked the bear if he'd ever had spaghetti before. Gerald hadn't so the little yeti happily gave him a portion from the container. Gerald tasted the hot pasta and said it was lovely, but he preferred something else. He pointed to his plate and said, Bears love eating poached pears, especially when they're covered in yummy runny honey. He gave a slice of poached pear to Littlefoot. Littlefoot tried it 
and thought the poached pear was scrumptious. But the little yeti loved spaghetti more. He thanked the grizzly bear for the piece of poached pear and went on his way. The young yeti continued walking through the snow until he came to a forest where two apes lived in a large treehouse. Littlefoot had met them before and knew their names were Angela and Amy. He stopped beneath their house and called out a hello to see if they were at home. Two friendly faces peeped out from the treehouse and asked him to come up. Littlefoot climbed the tree and went inside the cosy house. Angela and Amy were sitting next to a window with bowls on their laps. The yeti sat next to them and told them about his trip to the market with his friend and how she'd given him some yummy spaghetti. He asked if they'd ever tried it. Angela said, I haven't, but I'd love to try some one day. Amy said she would too. Littlefoot smiled and said they could try some right away. He took some spaghetti out of the container and gave it to the apes. Angela and Amy ate some and said it was very tasty, but they much preferred something else. Amy pointed to the bowl on her lap and said, We apes love eating grapes, especially when they've been picked fresh from the vine. Would you like to try some? Littlefoot took a couple of grapes and popped them into his mouth. They were soft and sweet and lovely to eat. But even though Littlefoot liked the grapes, he still loved spaghetti more. He stayed a little longer with the apes and then went on his way. Littlefoot hadn't got far when a colourful parrot swooped down from the sky and landed on a rock in front of him. She said politely, Excuse me for stopping you, but I couldn't help overhearing the conversation you had with the apes. I tried spaghetti once when I flew to Italy. I very much enjoyed it, but I must say that as a parrot, I much prefer buttered carrot. I don't suppose you'd like to try one, would you? I've got a couple of carrots tucked under my wing. I never leave home without them. Littlefoot said yes, he would like to try a buttered carrot and thanked the parrot for her kind offer. The buttered carrot was crunchy, with just the right mixture of sweet and salty. Even though Littlefoot enjoyed it very much, he still loved spaghetti more. Littlefoot thanked the parrot again and continued walking through the forest. Soon he left the snowy scene behind and walked across green fields that were surrounded by tall trees. Walking had made Littlefoot hungry, so he stopped at the side of a river and had a spaghetti snack. Yum! A small green frog jumped out of the river and sat at his side. The frog politely asked what the yeti was eating. Not only did Littlefoot tell him what he was eating, he offered the frog some too. 
The frog had a nibble and said it was nice, but he knew of something much tastier. He asked the Yeti if he'd like to go to his house because his mother was making a very special treat that day. Littlefoot said he would love to. He quickly finished the rest of the spaghetti snack and then followed the frog away from the river. They arrived at a little cottage and an older frog wearing an apron waved to them from the open door. She was holding a plate and told her son he was just in time. The small frog asked if his new friend could stay for the treat too. Of course, his mother replied. Sit down at the picnic table and I'll cut you both a slice. A mouth-watering aroma drifted from the plate, and Littlefoot wondered what was creating the delicious smell. The frog's mother placed a plate in front of Littlefoot. When Littlefoot asked what was on the plate, she said, It's a slice of chocolate log. Littlefoot was confused. He'd seen many logs in the forest, but never tried eating one before. And he'd never even heard of chocolate. He gave the plate a suspicious look. The mother frog smiled kindly and said, We frogs love chocolate logs. Why don't you try a little bit and see what you think? Littlefoot put a small piece of chocolate log into his mouth. Oh, it was lovely. He ate a larger piece. Oh, it was very lovely. He ate a bit more and closed his eyes because it was so very scrumptious. He soon cleared his plate. Littlefoot said he would let his family know about the amazing chocolate log because he knew they would like it as much as he did. With a big smile, the little frog said, Do you like chocolate log more than spaghetti? Littlefoot thought about the question and said, I do like the chocolate log, but I love spaghetti more. He thanked the frogs and went on his way. Through the forest he travelled and headed towards a beach he'd been to the previous year with his family. Littlefoot arrived at the beach and stood on the soft, warm sand. He watched the sea moving back and forth. He closed his eyes and listened to the soothing sound of the waves. In the distance, he heard a munching noise. He opened his eyes and wondered who was making the sound. Looking along the beach, he saw a pink crab sitting on a rock, eating something. Littlefoot walked over to the crab and said hello to her. The crab waved a stick in the air and said, Hi there, would you like one of these to eat? I've got plenty. The yeti thanked the crab, but said he was too full. He asked the crab why she was eating sticks. Was it something crabs did? She giggled and said, No, 
the stick was empty because she'd eaten all the food that had been on the stick. She reached into a bag at her side and pulled out another stick, but that one had chunks of fruit on it. She said, Crabs love eating fruit kebabs. She pointed to the pieces of strawberries, melons, pears, apples and cherries and said it was delicious and very easy to make. Littlefoot said it did look delicious and he would remember to make the fruit kebabs another time. The yeti asked the crab if she'd like to try the spaghetti. She said yes, and once she tasted it, she clicked her claws in delight and said it was lovely. But, she added, I do prefer my fruit kebabs, but thank you for letting me try it. I love trying new foods, don't you? You never know what you're going to discover. Littlefoot said, I've been trying lots of new food today, and it's been great fun. He told her about the grizzly bear and his poached pear, the apes and their freshly picked grapes, the colourful parrot and her buttered carrot, the small green frog and his chocolate log. The pink crab said, What an adventure you've been on! Are you still on that adventure? Littlefoot said he was. Thinking about the new things he tried gave him an idea. He said goodbye to the crab and went on his way. He found many other animals who loved different kinds of food, some of them he'd never heard of before, but he still tried everything. Littlefoot met a kangaroo who loved vegetable stew, a family of pigs who loved juicy figs, a cute butterfly who loved apple pie, three mice who loved sticky rice, a mole who loved mashed potato casserole, a ladybird who loved lemon curd, and some baboons who adored macaroons. The new food he tried was tasty, but the little yeti still loved spaghetti. Littlefoot told all the animals he'd met that day about his idea. They agreed it was a great one and said they would happily take part in his plan. The little yeti rushed home and told his family about his big plan too. They agreed to help and quickly got to work putting everything in place. They collected as many tables as they could from their friends and put them on the snowy ground at the bottom of the mountain. Strings of twinkling fairy lights were hung throughout the trees and lanterns were placed on the ends of the tables. Special picnic blankets were placed over the snowy ground. They were magical blankets and would keep their visitors warm all night long. Littlefoot ran over to Snowbell's home and asked her to come to his home later and to bring her family too. Before she could ask why, he raced away 
All the animals Littlefoot had met earlier arrived with baskets, tubs and arms full of food. They put everything on the tables and asked the little yeti what they should do next. Littlefoot said he was waiting for his best friend to arrive and then everything could go ahead as planned. At that very moment, Snowbell and her family walked along the path. Snowbell asked what was going on. Littlefoot smiled at his lovely friend and said, It's a party. Everyone's bought lots of different food to share. I've tried lots of new food today and thought everyone else might want to as well. Snowbell said she hadn't brought any food with her. Littlefoot took her hand in his and explained she didn't have to bring food because the party was also a thank you party for Snowbell because she was such a good friend. He led her over to a table where Gerald the grizzly bear was standing. The bear asked Snowbell if she'd ever tried poached pears before. Snowbell said she hadn't, but that she'd love to try some. Gerald smiled at her and put some extra yummy, runny honey on her poached pears. The party continued into the night. New foods were tried and new friendships were made. Littlefoot continued to try new things too. But even though he liked many of them, the little yeti still loved spaghetti more.